We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and it's a feel-good Friday. So I'm going to make you feel good throughout the show by playing some good reggae music that'll make you say, Irie, going to feel Irie when you hear from the Joe Rose Show. They have plenty of satisfaction, and they also feel as though Giannis is no MVP. The Dan Levitard Show talks baseball with Tim Kirkjian which is always interesting and fun. Then Hawk and Crowder, the heat is on. What's on right now? Headlines. Game three of Heat Bucks is tonight at 6.30, followed by game one of Lakers Rockets. Miami is up 2-0 in the series. The Citrus Series resumes tonight when the Rays host the Marlins at 6.40. Tampa swept Miami this past weekend. Clemson is a heavy favorite to win the ACC this season. Notre Dame is picked to finish second while Miami is predicted sixth. The Dolphins are fielding trade offers for Josh Rosen. Miami opens September 13th against New England. Blaze Matweedy is practicing with Inter-Miami, but no word on whether or not he will play this Sunday against Nashville SC. High school football officially begins tonight in South Florida. Several games are scheduled in the area. The Washington football team has cut Adrian Peterson. The running back says he wants to continue his NFL career. It is double game sevens today in the NHL playoffs. Colorado leads Dallas 3-2 at the second intermission. Later, Vancouver plays Las Vegas at 9. And now, after a long week, let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. A Virginia man recently won $100,000 when he bought 20 identical lottery tickets and they hit. Congrats, but dude, you have obsessive compulsive disorder. A woman in Australia played a radio game called Boyfriend or Dad and made out with her own dad to fool the hosts and win a prize. The prize? Incest. A man in Germany drinks up to seven pints a day of his own urine, then injects it into his ears, plus rubs it on his skin for what he calls medicinal purposes. I know one thing this will protect him from, STDs. Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with temperatures in the mid-80s. Waking up in the morning, you gotta get your Joe. Talking about Joe Rose. You can also drink some coffee too. I think the Joe Rose Show goes best with some coffee, not Irish coffee. Well, today is Friday. Nonetheless, what are they getting into today? Well, he and Dono, because 
My man, Zach Krantz, is on vacation. They have some satisfaction. Also, what NBA playoff craziness means for the Heat, the Pippin predicament, and Giannis, no MVP. I can't get no satisfaction. I think I can, Donald, because it's a Friday. I'm getting a lot of satisfaction. Plus, that music right there means one thing. The Gin Meister's with us today. Good morning, you guys. How are you? Morning. Love J-Fig. And I Joe, can't get no. Believe it or not, even though I was born in the 80s, I grew up on this music, man. My father loved 60s rock. I grew up on bands like the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Zeppelin. I can't get enough of this. Oh, I kind of know your dad's background a little bit right there, man. You started saying that. <laughs> Yeah, hope your dad wasn't some of those clubs with me, man. As two young guys, it could have not a not a he good might, way. You know, to... you know, he might have been. He he got he got to town here around the uh, the seventies. You got here in nineteen eighty, so uh, you know it's possible you could have crossed paths. We had a good time. I guarantee you. No matter where he was, there was a chance we were having a lot of fun. All right, hey, we got all kinds of stuff going on from yesterday. Happy Friday to to everybody out there. As uh, Hollywood and Zach. Uh, have a couple of days off here. I was going to, Donna, and I, I couldn't do it, man. I, I was sitting here. The house is kind of empty. The <laughs> wife really, like, we're going through this whole thing. What are you going to do with your life? And what are you going to do when you're done doing this? And, and then yesterday, my tennis partner goes, you know, you really don't have any hobbies outside of this playing tennis, man. And I, and I was like, so I came home and I grabbed a mirror yesterday and I looked at the mirror and I said, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Like for, you know, it's about over, man, this radio, what are you going to do? And so I was, I was, got into some really deep stuff yesterday, man. Just so, so here I am, man, here I am enjoying. Wow. Yeah. So I, I just, I told you last night, like, man, let's do it. There's so much. It's very right deep up, for 6 a.m. here. It, it, <laughs> I mean, it's it, very deep. I didn't, I didn't get like, but. Like, so I go, well, you want to try a little business? I go, no, I can't do that. It's just, that's just throwing money away. That that's yeah, that, that never works. I don't have the, the brain for that, nor the concentration or anything else to even try that. But anyway, Hey, let's get to something really good. We got sports yesterday. God, these NBA games. Are you kidding me? Don, are you kidding me? The way that game ended? I started writing notes last night. Uh, Celtics run the clock down to the very end. <laughs> Walker throws a bounce pass for a dunk with 0.5 seconds. Yes, a half a second. I go, wow. He chewed up the time. They're going to have no shot to even maybe even get a shot off with a half a second. And I'll be damned if Toronto doesn't make a beautiful pass in a corner. And if you probably haven't heard this name unless you're a hardcore NBA fan, OG Anobi hits a quick three-point shot from the far corner. And with no time left, Toronto wins that game to make it a one to what one uh one, one, one out of three that's right yeah. and the celtics are looking they were looking at 3-0 they're looking at a 3-0 lead there crazy i mean you can only imagine if the raptors and i don't think they will but if the raptors can come back and win this series joe that is going to be the most clear turning point in a best of seven series you've ever seen and you know what 
last night's finish with Ananobi hitting that shot versus our finish the night before with Jimmy Butler hitting two free throws to, to end the game. Certainly a lot more traditional the way that the way that uh, Toronto came back right. and won that game yesterday. The, 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 those are the types of finishes I, I prefer to see in a playoff game. But man, that that, that was unreal. And listen, I'm to be honest, I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Raptors to come back because I feel like maybe the Heat match up a little bit better with Toronto than they do with Boston, although that feels like a pick-your-poison sort of situation. But you know what? I, I'm stopping myself because, Joe, I, I shouldn't even be saying that. If I'm already starting to look to he- look ahead to who the Eastern Conference opponent might be, I, I should put myself in timeout because we still have to beat the Milwaukee Bucks two more times, but I, I'm getting a little bit greedy here. Well, listen, I think that's pretty normal because I think there were a lot of people watching that game last night thinking the same thing. There were a lot of Heat fans watching that game going, wow, who do you want to play here? Well, it looks like it's going to be Boston. All right, then you start doing matchups and start looking at what they have and what you have and how you match up. I, I think I do that every time myself. So that's going on last night. And, and meanwhile, yesterday, Giannis got, whether you think Giannis should be the MVP, he's already Defensive Player of the Year or not, he's getting blasted. Now that he's under a microscope, and everybody has watched him really not perform at the level I guess everybody thought he was going to. I guess everybody thought he was going to put up. And, and by the way, I didn't know how what it was going to be, but he hasn't looked like the best player in the NBA. And I agree with you guys yesterday, you and Hollywood were right on the money. Like his game has got, his game's got some holes in it. Uh, you know, outside the athletic ability of being <clears throat> almost seven feet and, uh, and so athletic and ability to dunk and just make it look so easy going to the basket and all that stuff. But he's been exposed. And so yesterday, <clears throat> something just totally away, and everybody's doing kind of taking shots at Giannis on all the shows yesterday, which is what you expect. I mean, they're the number one seed. They're down 2-0. So I got a kick out of this whole thing. Is I don't know if you caught Richard Jefferson and Jay Williams are going back Now you forth. were telling me about it this morning. I didn't catch that. So, Donald, this, this is unbelievable. You know, and, and guys now hear everything. With social media and Twitter, everybody's following everybody on these things. Richard Jefferson says Giannis needs an MJ. Like, he's a Scottie Pippen, and he needs an MJ. So first, Scottie Pippen got mad. Like, what the hell did you mean by that? You know, he took that as a shot. So so then, Jay Williams goes, yeah, it was like LeBron was a Pippen to D-Wade once. And LeBron saying when LeBron got here, he was the number one two guy to Dwayne Wade, which wasn't the case, by the way. I mean, no. you can love D-Wade all you want, but D-Wade, D-Wade was never the big man once LeBron got here. It just, I mean, you got a short memory if you think that. And I know that first year LeBron choked up in that Dallas series and started like passing the ball and wasn't shooting. Remember those fourth quarter numbers and we were going, what the hell? What the hell is LeBron doing? But he came back in year two. And it was pretty clear cut. I still remember D-Way going, you know, this is your team, so start playing like it. I, I'm I'm cool with yeah. my role. You're the man. But anyway, oh, Richard Jefferson uh, and Jay Williams got got uh, LeBron and Scotty all fired up yesterday with the, I've always been LeBron. You take that for what it's worth. But I will, like it was for Jay Williams, who seems to be an articulate, smart guy. It was a dumb comment. It was just. Yeah. And I think part of it is he's a huge Dwayne Wade fan. And listen, Dwayne's a number one guy. Nobody's questioning that. But when he when he had LeBron, he was a number two. He was a number two option. He was. He was a number two guy. They both had the ball a lot. But but anybody thinks D Wade was 
I mean, it was a shot. It was a clear shot. Jay Williams, you know, said, well, you haven't been your whole career, but you were with, with, with Dwayne. And, I, you know, it's, it's amazing how salty those guys get when you call them, whether it was a one option or a two option on a team. It's incredible. It, it's like a receiver going, you're not a number one receiver. You're a, you're a number two or three receiver. And guys get mad. Like, guys go, what? What? You know, I don't take LeBron's side on a whole lot of things because I'm team petty. Like, I'm one of those guys. I'm still upset about 2014, okay? But it, this is absurd. Like, this is absurd to say he was the Scottie Pippen of Dwayne Wade. And, and, Joe, that used to be something that fans would say in arenas to trash talk LeBron. I, I can remember in 2010, when he first got to Miami, opposing fans would start chanting Scottie Pippen when LeBron had the ball to get under his skin. Like, it, like it, it was never true. I don't know if Jay Williams took that to heart and said, oh, yeah, you know, they're right about that in 2010. But I mean, and, and, and like you hit the nail on the head, Joe, you mentioned that in that first year, LeBron wasn't the second option. But in that first year, he and Dwayne maybe had a little bit of like an awkward chemistry because LeBron would defer too much. And then it, it was that that first offseason that summer after the after the 2011 you know, loss to the Mavericks. So as the stories told, they were in the Bahamas together and Dwayne Wade and LeBron were, were on vacation and D-Wade said, you know what, this is your team. You need to be the undisputed number one guy. Don't even think about deferring to me. This is your team. And then from that point forward, right. things just worked a lot better. But but there was never really a situation where LeBron was the Scotty. And then the subplot to this, I, I think it's hilarious that Scotty Pippen is just sitting in the background like, how much disrespect can one man take? I mean, Scott, I mean listen, he, he had the, the fortune <laughs> or the misfortune, however you want to look at it, to play with you know the greatest player of all time Scottie Pippen was an awesome player in his own right but he's always looked at as that Robin to Michael Jordan's Batman I think he's tired of that narrative well I think so in that documentary just like poor Scottie just feels like he's got bruise marks all over him from like being the greatest number two player in professional sports you know and, and Scottie's <laughs> getting tired of it but the part that really gets me let me give you the final part of this is I was just thinking about this the crazy part about this is that Scottie and LeBron both responded on Twitter right back at these guys like what have you done and who were you who are you in your career like hey Richard Jefferson who are you like who would you have been on the Chicago like Scotty Pippen said well like if, uh, if I'm the two and MJ's the one which Scotty knows it's true but everybody throws it in his face and Scotty Pippen was a great player and he goes well like hey Richard Jefferson so now that you're on ESPN yapping all the time who were you I mean, it was like, but are, I'm always amazed great players don't just take the high road. And they very seldom do anymore. Like, somebody will say something about their game. And guys, Aaron Rodgers and all the best. Kevin Durant, you say something about Kevin Durant. He did. Oh, my he, God. He's got the burner account. He, he personally just calls your ass out right there. Like, dude, like, are you kidding? And so, and by the way, it doesn't matter who it is. You can be a Hall of Fame player. They'll call him out like, what have you done in your career? I'm always amazed at the greatest who are on top. Like, you're on top, and the fact is that we're only talking about people who are really on top, whether it's Giannis, LeBron, Scottie Pippen, you're on top, man. We're talking about you because you guys were so damn, are and were so damn good, and yet people down that had middle-class careers like myself or guys that got injured early and didn't play very much, so they may comment, and these guys get salty. These guys get so salty, and I'm like, if I'm LeBron, I'm laughing like, I mean, LeBron's now in that conversation as, you know, come on. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Whether you like him or not, you can't deny what, I mean, we're, we're watching Giannis. And, and even I said, thinking of myself, and you said it yesterday, Donald, you're right on the money. Is like, man, 
LeBron does a lot more skill, got a lot more skill set than Giannis right now. Like Giannis got like half the game, right? Can't pull up and can't shoot, can't shoot, can't shoot big free throws, really can't stay out of foul trouble. He he doesn't control himself right. and make stupid fouls and they are fouls and you're like, damn, dude. Yeah, I mean, we've given you the big hype, a defensive player of the year, MVP, and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, after watching this series and, and the way you've, you've kind of played, I man, it, it's not what everybody thinks. You're, you're truly not the best player, even though he might win the MVP. That's the last award coming, by the way. And he may win it. We know he's already defensive player of the year, but I think everybody's seen that he's really not the MVP. He, he really isn't. Hopefully the Heat... Keep making Giannis look like the no MVP. Oh, come on. That heat culture about to come on in just a few minutes. Let's get this third game. Let's get this sweep. Let's get rolling to the Eastern Conference Finals. Speaking of rolling, Dan Levitard and the guys, they were rolling with Tim Kirchin earlier today. That's who Tom Seaver was. Absolutely a wonderful man and one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Nobody knows baseball like Tim Kirchin. He's going to give you the business in about five minutes. Plus, it's a feel-good Friday, so some reggae tunes on the way here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Follow me at Dan Day Radio on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media platforms, even the ones that haven't been invented yet. It's a feel-good Friday right now, and you got to feel good with some soja featuring my guy, their guitarist, Trevor Young. He and I, personal friends. I got his phone number. Let me get it for you real quick. Nah, I'm kidding. I'll just play the song, Things You Can't Control. So true in this day and age. Don't worry about the things you can't control. Let the reggae beats and good vibes just take you away during this pandemic. Yes, Soulja featuring Trevor Young, who is their guitarist, but he's singing in this one, not just playing guitar. Things you can't control. When you hear reggae on the Best of the Joe Show, you know it is the weekend. And what is the weekend without some baseball? I'm not going to lie. I've been getting into baseball lately. Without the fans in the stands and kind of the social distancing, it seems like they're just playing faster these days. They're not doing the around the bend, warm up, stretch, scratch themselves. They're just throwing the pitches, swinging the bats. So Dan Levitard caught up with Tim Kirchin, who is Mr. Baseball. Well, not Tom Selleck, but you know what I'm talking about. He knows baseball back and front. Talking about so many great things that are happening in baseball. But first, they were remembering Tom Seaver. Then the Red Sox, they're terrible. The Padres, they're looking good. And then they play a little game of looks like. 
So I aired yesterday and not mentioning the death of Tom Seaver. Uh, for some of you, that is a death of your childhood or your early adulthood that you felt. Uh, now, he had been a couple of years ago, I believe, uh, his family put out a statement saying that they were uh, putting him away for dementia. And so uh, they were grieving since back then because the family put out a statement. Tim Kirchner with us now. Uh, can you tell us, and horribly sad, it's 75 years old. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Tom Seaver uh, before we uh, go to Christine Lisi and I totally botched the order of this? Yeah, he's the greatest Met ever, and there is not a close second. For me, he's one of the ten greatest pitchers of all time. When you look at his wins, ERA, and strikeouts, only Walter Johnson, the greatest pitcher ever, can match him in all three categories. He won three Cy Youngs. He struck out ten batters in a row, which is the major league record, and they were the last ten batters of the game. And in 1969, the Mets weren't supposed to go anywhere, and he took them to a world championship going 25-7 and with a 2.21 ERA. He captured New York, and he was the classic drop-and-drive pitcher. He used to drive his right knee on the mound as he came through. He threw so hard. He had such a great slider. But, Dan, beyond that, he was really smart. He's a renaissance man. He's so worldly. He did the New York Times crossword every day and was great at it. And if I may, 15 years ago, I went to the Hall of Fame one of many times. I took my 11-year-old son, Jeff, with me, along with, with my friend Gus Ramsey and his dad, Wally. And Tom Seaver gave us 30 minutes the night before the Hall of Fame induction. We were in the Hall of Fame Museum, and for 30 minutes, he regaled us with hilarious stories, stories of his career, everything else. And at the end, he asked my son, like, what are you doing? And my son said, I'm going to my first sleepover camp tomorrow. I'm 11. And Tom Seaver gave him 100 bucks and said, can I go with you, please? That's who Tom Seaver was. Absolutely a wonderful man and one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Tim, can you tell me, because uh, when folks die who meant something to you uh, in sport, uh, many of us attach our own mortality to it and wrap it in a sadness and grief, even if we didn't have any personal interactions with those people. Can you tell me the losses in in your sport that have wounded you the most, where you've been taken aback by how much they impacted you? This one was not good, because I knew Tom Seaver pretty well. Tony Gwynn's death still resonates with me. I, I'm not sure I've ever met anyone that I enjoyed being around as much as Tony Gwynn, and we all knew he was sick, but we didn't know he was going to die that early, and that one has stuck with me because that guy taught me so much about baseball. He made me smile so many times. He personified what it's like to be a major league player and do your job better than virtually anyone. So I've had a lot of bad ones. Tony Gwynn was a bad one. In terms, you are viewed as a very nice person. Everyone who comes into contact with you is taken aback by just... Uh, decency, kindness, uh, and you are nice. Uh, Tony Gwynn was that. Sean Casey is that. When you talk about the nicest people, you just mentioned that Tom Seaver had a little bit of that in him. The nicest people. Top of the list as as deemed by Tim Kirchin, who knows what decency and kindness feel like. Uh, who's the top of the list? Well, Tony Gwynn is right there. Still alive, Tito Francona is right there. Tito Francona came to work for us, Dan. 
eight years, nine years later, he still remembers all the names of the PAs that he worked with at ESPN. And they stay in touch with him. Eric Boone's the same way. He worked all those years with us. Guys from our from Baseball Tonight still call him, and he calls him back all the time. That's how it works when you meet really, really nice people in baseball, and those guys are at the top of the list, at least for me. Tim, were you expecting? It's it's amazing when you consider the two decade run that the Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox, excuse oh me, have been God. on. <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus. Were you expecting the Red Sox to be this bad this quickly? I realize Betts is no longer there. I realize there are some injuries with the pitching staff. You but came 12 in here and smelling like you came in here smelling like so many cigarettes. Twelve so and twenty six, Tim. Thirty eight games into a sixty game season. Were you expecting them to be this bad? No. I knew they would not make the playoffs. I did not know that they would potentially finish behind the Orioles in the division. I thought they would score a ton of runs and therefore it would be competitive, and they still might do that the last three and a half weeks. But their pitching is indescribably terrible right now. They had six straight games in which they allowed eight or more runs. No team in the history of the Red Sox had ever done that. They got to like the 25th game of the season with the highest ERA that any Red Sox team has ever had through the first 25 games of the season. And injuries really hurt. Trading David Price didn't help. They have a major rebuild ahead of their pitching staff, and it's going to take some time to get a whole lot better. Does Andy Reid look like the fiddle player at the small town square dance jamboree? Does Mike Greenberg look like he drizzles ketchup on his fries and eats them with a fork? Does Matt Patricia look like the guy who says he only buys the top shelf stuff before purchasing a firework named the neighbor hater at the 4th of July blowout sale? Does Dallas Braden uh, look like the old toothbrush you use to clean the grout in your shower? <laughs> Was he everywhere? Yes, yes. He looks like, like everyone. so funny about it, too. Just to show you. When the picture came up to us after hearing all this, he goes, he's glaring from the three stooges. How could you not see that? <laughs> we don't understand anything you're saying. You're going you're gonna to have to say that without laughter because we didn't understand anything you said. All right, Jim Deshaies, who's a color broadcaster and a former pitcher, heard all the looks like for Dallas Brady and said, how can you miss this? He is wearing such a three stooges. How can you not see that? <laughs> That's what you said? This is a good one right here. Please continue, Tim. So, and Dallas laughs about all of them because he's such a fun-loving character. There's nobody better than that guy. Does Marty Smith look like the heartthrob rooster that all of the hens swoon over in a Pixar movie about farmyard animals? Uh, Tim, what did you make of the trading deadline? The Padres, were you surprised uh, that they've suddenly discovered, wait a minute, we want to go all in right now? Uh, I was surprised they went as much as they did. They made like six moves. I thought they'd make three. But knowing their GM, A.J. Preller, like I do, he never sleeps. He's totally relentless. He's wildly competitive. 
at everything, and all he wants to do is win. If I may, I played two-on-two. I played a lot of basketball with him over the years. We played a two-on-two game in the smallest game you could possibly play, and they killed us the first three games because he's too good to guard. And the fourth game, we were ahead, and he just refused to let us win the fourth game in the littlest two-on-two game in history. That's how competitive he is, and now he is upgraded with a Top-line starting pitcher, a back-of-the-rotation guy, a first baseman, third base, uh, DH, and two different catchers. It doesn't surprise me at all that A.J. Preller was behind that, and I had a GM tell me they are now the second-best team in the National League. We'll see how that goes from here. I can't lie, the Padres are looking pretty, 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 pretty good. You know who else is looking good? The Marlins. Playing some 500 baseball. They got to get back at the Rays this weekend after the Rays swept them this past weekend. That would be kind of a yin yang right there. They sweep us, we sweep them. Boom, boom. Speaking of boom, 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 I don't know what that means. Nonetheless, we've got some Hawk and Crowder on the way. The Heat are a legit team. I'm not doing this anymore. We did it game one and game two. We did it game one and game two. I'm not oh, no, doing man. this no more to my Heat. We're going to be feeling the cold tour in about five minutes. Also going to be feeling Irie because it is a feel-good Friday and I got some reggae music on the way here on The Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on a 560 over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan a day on a feel good Friday. So got my man, Ika Mouse, one of my favorite unique reggae artists, singing about Miami, little border patrol. I went to the border, they say my passport was not in order. And so. Seven of us got back on the bus, felt like a loser. And we went some rooms, we got some food, I'm high a dreamer. How do you sing like that, Eka Mouse? I love it. Eka Mouse, still making it happen and making it happen this Friday on a feel good Friday. Hopefully, you're feeling good and vibing into the weekend if you need more vibage in just a couple of minutes i'll have those hawkman highlights and crowder crowd pleasers for you kind of the week that was on the hawk and crowder show but here is what happened earlier today on said show the heat is on plus nba playoff craziness in the bubble what an amazing pass and an amazing shot last night good about tonight feeling good about tonight's heat game crowder now that doesn't mean we're going to predict the heat just wondering if you're feeling good about tonight's heat game they don't want to give them who they play, Hawk. Milwaukee Bucks, a hundred bucks. I don't give a damn. A deer in the in, in the woods. The Heat are a legit team. I'm not doing this anymore. We did it game one and game two. We did it game one and game two. I'm not know, doing man. this no more to my Heat. What's the line on tonight's game? I don't see a line, Solana. Milwaukee five. That's what I saw an hour ago. <sighs> Milwaukee. Five. I don't understand that, but. Milwaukee minus five. Milwaukee's Whatever. favored by five. Some of the uh, oh yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yep. still, it's it's just, it's you know what it is is what we we've done for you know two games where Milwaukee's gonna get one. Milwaukee's gonna get one. I'm not I'm not playing in that anymore. Game three three over lead. I'm not playing until well, well they gotta get one. I, they don't have to get one. They swept the last team. They can sweep this damn team. I was gonna ask uh, Will Manso when he joins us in the next segment. What can Milwaukee do? What can they do to get back on the right track? 
I would say somebody else got to go off because Giannis scored his 30. Giannis a 30-point, you know, he's 30. He's averages 30, but he got his 30 last game, and they still lost. Middleton has to go crazy. It has to be somewhere where, like, somebody else goes crazy. That's what they have to do tonight. If they don't do it, the Heat will get a third one. What do you think, Solana? What can Milwaukee do to all of a sudden? Well, like, what can they do tonight, change the entire tenor of the series where going into Sunday's game, you'd go, ooh, I don't feel as good as I, I did, uh, you know, after uh, Wednesday and Friday. Giannis drops a 50-burger. I'm having major connection problems. I, I, do I sound all right? Because I'm not hearing you guys almost at all. It's a it's a bad delay, too, because every time yeah. I talk. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, huge delay. All right, you guys hang on. I'm going to reconnect. You guys do your thing. <laughs> all right. So, OJ Crowder, I, I cannot believe this OJ trial. This is unbelievable. OJ Simpson? Yeah. The glove? <laughs> the glove? Yeah, yeah. It didn't fit. You got to acquit. Man. Crazy. Even though it was soaked in blood for months. You Crazy. Know, you soak something in blood for months, it's going it's called swinking up, Salon. It's going to swink up. That's how we do it on a Friday. How we feeling now? <laughs> Sound a lot better. Yeah. Fit check. Don't, don't, don't do that for Salon. <laughs> Audio fit check. There we go. It actually even sounds better in my headphones. I wonder what was going on there. All right. Yeah, because I was saying stuff, and then there was all this silence, and then I'd hear your answer. I'm like, what? Am I doing this from Baghdad? What's going on here? All right. Doing that from garbage-ass Boca <laughs> Wi-Fi is what you're doing it from. I can't even argue it. I don't mean, even, uh, you know, but what are you going to do? We got this deal with Adelphia, and uh, we just can't get out of it yet. So one day we will open up in the 4 o'clock hour the Hard Hawk Casino. A chance to win real cash or be forced to submit to a humiliating punishment. Well, Crowders do. Crowders do. I've, I've been hurting at the Hard Hawk Casino. I'm due. I'm due this week. Let us start today with headlines with our friend Alejandro Solana. <laughs> I couldn't tell if I disconnected. I it was a long the, delay before the horn there. I didn't have the clown horns ready, but. All right. Yeah. Game three. I'm, got me nervous. Heat Bucks tonight, 6.30 p.m. Give you a little taste of your own medicine. <laughs> Marlins <laughs> begin a three-game set versus the Rays. They play today, 6.40 p.m. Our guy Pablo Lopez, he'll be tossing some pillows tonight. Isn't Toss that, those pillows, Pablo. The last time they played the Rays, Cooper Loop hit a, hit a game-winning home runner, didn't he? Did he? No. Oh. No, uh, the last time we played the Rays, we got swept by them last weekend. Um well, I saw Kubaloop a big home run sometimes. He hit a home run a couple nights ago, but it was Starling Marte that had the game winner the other night. Right. But Coop did hit one a couple nights ago. NBA scores from last night. Game three, Raptors-Celtics, an unbelievable finish. OG Ananobi. Unbelievable finish. Five-tenths of a second left on the clock. Somehow Kyle Lowry throws it over the tallest human being in the world right into OG Ananobi's shooting pocket. He releases And nobody's it. on him. Gets it off wide open to beat the Celtics 104 to 103 and save the series potentially. It was unbelievable. That series is over in a in a, in a play that absolutely should not work. Like not only do you, do you have Taco Fall guarding uh um I want to uh, say Kyrie Kyle, Lowry. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. What's Kyle Lowry? Six feet? <laughs> like six I mean one. you've got yeah. you've you've got Taco Fall on him and then how OG. Ananobi gets that open in the corner, but it was also, that's a perfect pass. 
Like it was that was an unbelievable finish to that game. And then he walked off with a swagger like he had just hit a mid-range jumper with eight minutes to go in the first quarter. You know why I was wide open? Because his name is OJ Oganobi. Nobody was thinking about him. <laughs> no, he's good, man. He's oh, good. You don't think he's gonna take the game winner, huh? The <laughs> the highlight of that game, though, great game too. I, I enjoyed it. Was Kyle Lowry smile. I love to see a grown man smile with kid excitement. Bro, that was that was I got my big wheel on Christmas morning smile. I love neat. Kyle's excitement. They even uh, did you see the interview uh, with him after the game? He goes uh he goes, uh, yeah, I had to pass the ball in. The guy guarding me was 712. <laughs> big boy's knees knocked. Them them knock knees. I love them cuz I have that knocked knees. That changes that entire oh. series. Unbelievable. And it totally takes away from Kemba Walker's amazing play right yeah. before, right? Because he he gets through Hall of Famer Mark Gasol and and a throw a, a no look pass to Tice who's right wide under the rim and that I mean, series you couldn't is over. believe that from the Hall of Famer, right? I mean, usually he's with uh, the clamps though. Following that game, a total blowout. Somebody says Hard Hawk Casino sounds like a bad '80s porno. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'd like to invite you all into the Hard Hawk Casino. And I will go. So where's my room? Um, Following that Raptors-Celtics thriller, it was a snoozer between the Clippers and the Nuggets, 120-97. to Nuggets never had a chance. Jamal Murray still still tired after that incredible Game 7 a couple nights ago. Question is, will they have a chance at all in the series? No. No. Didn't look like it. Tonight, following the Heat and Bucks game three, it's game one, Lakers and Rockets. That's at 9 p.m. Clemson, they're picked as heavy favorites in the ACC poll to win the ACC. The University of Miami is ranked sixth in that poll. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. I'll argue that, you know, a couple weeks in or whatever, but Clemson would be my far and away favorite. And, you know, Miami, you got to show it on the field. Four other teams? Well, what do they have up there? I think Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame, UNC, and then I think it was Virginia Tech was remember. fifth. I looked at I it as well. I can't remember yeah. who was fourth, but yeah. Notre Dame and, and Notre Dame and Clemson is that, that's that's not that's not embarrassing. But if it's Virginia Tech, well, I mean, you're coming off a season where you lost to FIU. <laughs> like you you can't you can't be high up in the polls going into the next season and you lost Gregory Rousseau. I understand you gained stuff, right? I mean, this is the big conundrum that we have, but they they gained like they addressed every fault I thought that they had from the coordinators to the kicker. But until you see it on the field, I mean, it's just a team that oh, it, really until you see it on the field, it's a team last season that lost to FIU and uh, going into this season they lost their best defensive player. You're right. Oh, I forgot it's a cane thing i wouldn't understand <laughs> we'll see you'll understand <laughs> you will in a couple weeks you'll understand i love how i used it though that was beautiful <laughs> the washington football team they've released running back adrian peterson yeah saw that whole uh whole hook Bro, on somewhere right he's this. been too you're, good you're tanking we all know you're tanking. everybody knows what washington is doing why keep adrian peterson he's going to sure. try to win He's old. Get some young guys that just yep. want to. But he's him. still been effective. Like he's oh, good, bro. But he's he want like you're not telling no OG we're gonna go one and right. seven. Like he yep. would be he would be pissed at one and seven. These young boys under. Well, that was like Rashad Jones going into the Dolphins season last season. Exactly. Right. And that's why that you we knew there was problems between yep. them because G five G five ain't ain't just taking a loss. I, I know I know Rashad. Yeah, but can you compare Rashad Jones to Adrian Peterson? AP has accomplished everything oh. other than winning a ring in the National Football League. He's arguably 
the greatest running back well, ever. Well, wait a second. I think. You've compared Andre Agassi to Ron Washington, so I believe we could compare anybody to anybody at fair, this point. Fair point. But then you go overboard, Salon. I was going to respond until you said <laughs> AP's arguably the best running back of all time. I, can't I didn't even, even hear that. that I didn't even hear that. What? How is AP not arguably one of the best running backs of all time? Bro, when you talk – you want me to talk about Walter Payton because that's the one I'm bring up because I know Hawk got my back on that Walter one. Walter Payton, Brown. Jim Brown, Bro, Barry Sanders, right now, Patrick Laird. Solana's comparisons sometimes just blow my mind. And he has some controversial takes, but that's what makes Solana Solana. It's all part of the Hawk and Crowder show. Weekdays now from 2 to 6 here on 560. The Joe, if you cannot listen each and every Monday through Friday between 2 and 6, no worries. Who's got your back? I got your back. I got a little something called Hawkman Highlights and Crowder Crowd Pleasers. It is tradition on a Friday to play it back. Kind of the week that was on the Hawk and Crowder Show. Hawkman Highlights. Highlights. Crowder Crowd Pleasers. Crowd Pleaser. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. When Lori hears this sound, she knows it's on. If she hears this sound, she knows I'm done. <laughs> we know we'll suck eggs. <laughs> Again, not you. I understand you want to make up for lost time, but we we will suck eggs is not correct. No. Highlight. We're going to urinate on this guy before anyone does. What are we doing? Hi. What do the Marlins have? If the Heat have culture, what do the Marlins have? COVID. You always told me never put the ER on it. <laughs> ED's right. going to come, but has nothing to do with your money. <laughs> Around 59 and a half as well. <laughs> Which is why you need that basket of money. Dan Day lights a fire. He wants as much light as possible. Oh, he wants, man, he brings in Christmas lights. He has people standing with flashlights. He, wa- he wants lights. Mmm, delicioso. Oh, he jumps on him. Oh my god! This is I'm retweeting this. She has no food for the price of seven foods. <laughs> is the best mix checks mix? Yeah, or mixed kids like me. <laughs> Am I allowed to laugh at that? Jimmy's deep in the corner now. What's he doing there by himself? Oh, he's gonna kick that ball out to Duncan Robinson looking for a grand shot. Oh my gosh, he got a three! <laughs> It's like if Fat Bastard was on the. Uh, <laughs> there is no song. You guys, right. you guys not hear me? You guys not hear me? Now we do. Now I we pulled, on mute. You make fun I, of me about muting yourself. Uh huh. You know, Bozo the Clown bursts into the meeting. Huh? Is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> Local news. Sixto Sanchez. I mean, between uh, uh, Twan and Calvin Hughes, back-to-back Crowder, this show's about to get exponentially dumber. I'm not going to log out. Eric King just put his head down and... <laughs> Touchdown. I'm mixing my oyster crackers and my Skittles. I overpronounce, I over-enunciate, I can't stand it. Anyway, here is Alejandro Solana. And I remember it's better than Ezra. Better than Be- Ezra. Better from Ezra. All right, I got it. In fact, I'd like us all to sing. God bless America. Solana Crowder. Land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her. 
Through the night with the light up above. I'm pleased. That's how we do it on the Hawk and Crowder Show. Hawkman highlights Crowder crowd pleases. Remember, you can download that and the podcast wherever you get your podcast, radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Game three of the Heat Bucks series going on now. Game four this coming Sunday and hopefully a sweep. Here's a hype montage that Salada put together to kind of get you going. Oh, and it's got some perk to it. Milwaukee don't want that smoke at all. Can they beat the Miami Heat in the second round? Absolutely not. They have a bunch of goons, a bunch of hard-nosed players who do not fear the deal at all. They don't fear them. And Eric Sposher has the recipe. He has the recipe to beating them. And you think you're about to go mess with those goons from Dade County in Miami and Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala and bam out of the bayou well coached by Eric Sposher? You crazy. Artist working, best condition, most professional, unselfish, toughest, nastiest, most disliked team in the league. Milwaukee don't want that smoke at all. Miami Heat was built for anything. Now, if you want to get fired up for Marlins baseball, oh, I got you. The Spanish call on Starlin Marte's game-winning home run the other night. Le tira y levanta un fly alto largo por el jardín izquierdo. La pelota se va, se va, se va. Adiós, mamacita linda. Ahora que te vas, es cuando te quiero más. Comienza a hacer historia con el equipo de los Marlins. Ya algunos empezaban a decir que el cambio no gustaba mucho. Cuando el hombre se entera, descarga toda su fuerza. Y ha dado un kilométrico batazo que pone arriba a los Marlins. Tres carreras por dos. Making you smile on a feel-good Friday. If you have anything for me, at Dan Day Radio on Twitter and all the social medias. Thank you so much for listening. Hope your weekend is great. I'm going to be drinking some beer. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.